Everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about a unique question that I received on my Patreon. If you'd like to become one of my patrons, that's super fantastic. You are not required to, okay? But if you'd like to support me and answer questions asked on this podcast, um, I take my Patreon's questions first. So, just saying, putting that out there. No pressure, though. So, today, we're talking about a unique question that is. Um, um, one of my friend, one of the people on there, uh, Charlie. Charlie said, um, "I get tripped up on when to use wa in a sentence. I always think I should use ni or wo." And so today, I'm going to break down how to use wa in a sentence. There's a number of different ways, but I'm going to talk about in the most general way. So I know there's going to be some people out there on the you know Japanese reddits that I'm che- always checking up on and be like, "There's a, a negative contrastive wa, and there's like de wa nai, which is a negative, you know." auxiliary particle and then there's like well, how about the wah when you use wah versus god that's a thing too and be like well all y'all shut up okay i know that i'm talking about the most general way for charlie here and i want to make sure that we understand the difference between ni or wo or wa okay so wa is your topic marker it's going to mark the thing that is interacting with the main verb okay so if i say or the interacting with the predicate the thing at the very end of the sentence um japanese is like math where you have like all the parentheses the first parentheses works with the last parentheses okay they kind of work out from the middle so you have watashi wa jon desu watashi wa so i that's what the topic is jon desu so the thing that's that's interacting the predicate is John. So I am John, okay? I equals John. That's how we're using that sentence there. However, when we're making a bigger sentence, for example, I went to say, I, John, went to Japan. So in that case, ni is being used as a direction marker. However, sometimes with ni and wo, they are used both as object markers. Okay, um, that is they are marking the object of the sentence, the thing that is being acted upon. Okay, um, usually you'll see these things broken up between ni as in like a direction, like it usually I usually use it as an arrow, and wo when you have a direct thing, like for example, watashi wa tama wo nagimashita. I watashi wa ball tama wo. That's the object that's being acted upon. Nagetta nageru is to throw nagemashita is nageru base 2 plus mas in past tense so nagemashita okay so so when you're using a sentence mark the most important thing with wa sometimes people will omit the wa when speaking fluid and fluent japanese because they believe it is already implied so if someone asks you oh namai wa nan desu ka you can be like jon desu you don't have to say watashi wa jon desu they already asked you who it is you can simply say jon desu and that answers the whole question because watashi wa is already implied i am already implied because they are asking me so um you can often omit it and sometimes that's where people get confused because why isn't it in the sentence and in english i'm always saying i am john if someone asks what's your name you can answer john but you can say i am john my name is john that's completely appropriate we over emphasize the subject of the sentence in English. We always have to comment and mention it where it's at so people have to think about it. It's freaking annoying. Um, So when you use wo or ni um, are usually with the object and the direction. Now, let's break down something a little bit deeper for some of the slightly more advanced students or Charlie yourself, if you have a a thing, bro, then then we'll also mention it here. But um, when ni 
is used as an indirect object marker. That's something to keep in mind as well, okay? So I'm going to actually open up my dictionary really, really quick to make sure I'm going to be, uh, you know, not lying to you. So for example, um, in a sentence, if I want to say, um, I read the letter my friend gave me. This is the example from the book, okay? The book that I'm using is the a Dictionary of Basic Japanese Grammar by the New York Times. Great book by um, Seichi Makino and Machiro Tsutsui. Um, great, great scholars. I believe they're based out of Seattle and uh, I want to say Kelly. Um, when using this, so if I want to say Kazuo, so the person we're talking about, wa tomodachi ni, so a friend to, tegami Wo, the thing that we're talking, the things being acted upon, yomemashita, yomareta, yomaremashita, sorry, yomaremashita. Um, so it was passive sentence, don't worry about that. But the tegami is the thing that's being acted upon the sentence, and the person who's acting upon it is the tomodachi. So I, tomodachi ni tegami wo yomaremashita. I read um, the letter, Kazuo's um, letter. So what's happening here is I'm usually marking with ni and sometimes in very, very rare circumstances, um, I'll also mark the object with ni. However, that's usually when I've already mentioned wo because I need to mention more than one object and one's a main thing that's being acted upon, one's a sub, a sub thing that I'm being act, that's being acted upon. But that's, I'll actually talk about it for another day just because I don't want to go too crazy into it. But in general, what I like to do in a sentence is um, a, a very, very useful exercise, Charlie. That is, um, I make a, a what I call a language map. So if you know, go over the 30-day challenge and you look over ni or wo or any of them, I usually put blank wa, blank ga, blank wo, blank ni, blank de um, in whatever order. And technically in Japanese, it doesn't matter. It's just tradition that usually you want to put like wa and ga first, followed by de, then followed by ni, then followed by wo, um, usually in that order. So wa, ga, de, ni, wo. In Japanese, you don't necessarily have to follow that order, but that tends to be how Japanese people speak natively. Um, and then I just fill in each of those holes, okay? And then I just kind of go that way. And that's a good way to practice. And if you want to send me something on Patreon to see if you got it right, shoot me a message and I'll uh, tell you if you're right. And I'll critique it for you and we'll work on it together. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. If you want to send me a question, hit me up on Instagram, Patreon, Facebook, wherever. I'm everywhere. Talk to me, guys. Thank you so much. And remember to take, make some mistakes. That's how you become fluent in Japanese. So, uh, Ja, Matashita. <laughs>